The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Beyond. 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 That's good. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 211. Hard to believe we've hit that. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside. He only does everything, Colin Moriarty. Hello. The PlayStation powerhouse, Ryan Clements. Remind me to change the title of this episode after we're done recording. Why? What'd you do? I labeled it 210, ah, forgetting about the... Uh, the Comic-Con yeah. one. The Comic-Con ones where you, where you lost it. Thanks yeah. to everybody who came out to Comic-Con. I named it Nintendo we'll Voice Chat. <laughs> Uh, we are. We have two special guests, guys. First off, two special guests. You never Woo! see that anymore. I know. We never do never five This is the first time we've dusted off the old headset. Uh, using the old headset is none other than David Ballard, Naughty Dog, environment artist on Uncharted Three. What's up? Nothing. Welcome. How you doing? Good. Now this is actually, you know, we say, you know, you're here. This is your. This is your first time talking into a microphone for a long time. Blah blah. You are at Beyond Two Hundred. Yes, absolutely. You came out. You got. You got a standing ovation, I believe. You and Ninja uh, X Y Z. Yeah, it was during a headlights moment for me. For you sure. and and David, you can actually move that. You, I was like kidding about putting it that far away. You can move it closer. Bring it in. There you go. Bring it in. No, 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 too close. It's like it's like a, the it's beginning of a Latin. Same distance that it was. We haven't used these things in so long. <laughs> Just a little bit more. A little bit more. A little bit more. A little bit more. Inch in. Inch in. Now say stuff. Now say something. Hello. No, that's fine. Don't worry. This is a conversational podcast. People are uh, ready for us to not sound good and screw up. All right. And next, here's where, here's where we test out if, I, if I'll screw up this last name. Next up, Kurt Marginal. Uh, you messed it up. I did not. That was good. That's exactly how it looked. <laughs> no, that was, uh, no it is, that is, that's correct. Uh, you are a Naughty Dog game designer on Uncharted 3. I am. Uh, you designed everything from the cargo plane, which people have seen in trailers, to a part that they haven't seen, so we won't that talk about true. it. That's true. There's parts of the game that have, people haven't seen. And that's the best part of the show. <laughs> that, 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 that me and Colin have talked about it a lot. I've talked to you guys about it. I've talked to Ryan. I've talked to anybody who listened in the IGN office because I'm under strict embargoes. My favorite part about Uncharted 3 is the unexpected. Mm. I'll leave it at that. Uh, if you want to hear everything about what I think of Uncharted 3, you need to check out the Uncharted 3 review Monday, 9 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. My God. My God. It's finally happening. Greg, you forgot to tell the listeners the most important fact. Important. Important fact about these two gentlemen. Okay. Very handsome men. Yeah. Oh. Oh no. Very true. Very very it's true. Too bad it's not I agree. Video. I agree. Mm, so yeah. true. Too bad we should. Yeah. Video live stream this. It would have been harder to cut out all the stuff we start saying about when we start slipping into giant Uncharted three spoilers. Uh, if you're, if you guys are in town, you're up from LA. What are you, what are you doing here? Uh, we're, uh, we're here for the AMC 
the AMC event. Man. Oh, that's right. Uncharted, Uncharted 3 in 3D. First in 3D yeah. Oh, my gosh. I hear IGN's doing a live stream from that Thursday tonight. I mm-hmm. guess they will. <laughs> They're hosting it. see if we really are handsome gentlemen. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. IGN Prime members, of course, can come to IGN.com Thursday night, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And, yes, I know we're cutting it close. If you're listening to this podcast right now, you probably should run to a computer. But, book, uh, you, book your flight yeah, right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have to book it. It's, uh, you, know, you can watch it on the Internet through IGN Prime. Yeah, no, but if you wanted to actually go there. Oh, well, don't do that. No, no you're really too late. Totally screwed. They're all sold out. <laughs> That's oh, the yeah. whole point. But Colin Moriarty and myself will be there hosting a live stream. But can they go there? No. All right. It's, it's sold out. Got it. Uh, Clements, you won't be there. Okay, yeah. Because you're packing. Right. Where are you going? I'm going to go to New York. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I, I can, All right, you're, yeah, you're, yeah. you're going to see a cool game? I mean, you're you're no, going to go? You're no, doing a Rockstar exclusive? No. Fuck that, man. There's another <laughs> comic convention? <laughs> <laughs> this this weekend is awesome sauce weekend for Ryan Clements. All right, later. So, on. here's what's going to happen. Smothering I am jam on the bread. On, I'm just smothering it all <laughs> over the place. There's so much jam here. Um, I am going to New York City this weekend. I fly New out on York Friday. New York City. <laughs> uh, here's what's going to happen. I am seeing a massive K-pop concert on Sunday. Day. This um, is extremely exciting to me. So this is n- really nothing to do with video games. But I realize this is a fantastic opportunity for me because in my four years at IGN, I have never once had a meet and greet on the East Coast, even though I'm from the East Coast. So that changes this week. Where are you from? Mm-hmm. Buffalo, New York. Oh, wow. Below. Where nothing happens. So, Except uh, for the Bills, who are four and two this year. Cool. I because they had Brad Smith. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Mizzou, Mizzou alum. Ah, very nice. Cool. <laughs> so, this, so this K-pop uh, concert takes place at Madison Square Madison Garden, Square Garden, the home of the shitty ass New York Rangers. <laughs> I know that I, I have a task at hand that I need to fulfill for you, and I will I will get it done. Uh, I just keep forgetting the year that it, it the banner is. Don't worry, you won't have much trouble finding the Stanley Cup banners and the hanging in the rafters of Madison Square okay. Garden. All right, good. As 19- long as as long as this is easy, you have to. Keep in mind, this is you know going on my knowledge of sports. Anyway, we get off topic. Okay, let's return. It's a conversational podcast. Give on, the details for your meet and greet on Where, Saturday. Yeah, if because I was not able to come to New York Comic Con and uh, and hang out with Greg and Colin. If you guys want to meet me and you're in or around to the New York City area, or you want to drive thousands of miles to come see me, but it probably should start driving now if it was thousands yeah. of miles. Uh, it is going to be Saturday night at eight p.m. And that's that's all I'm going to tell Where's you. Where's it going to be? Somewhere in New York. Oh, uh, are you so, going to tweet no, no, or something? No, no, uh, it, there, I have all the details in the uh, in the story, which I just put up last night. You can find it on ps3.ign.com. It just says Talk Games and K-Pop with Clements. But uh, it is at the Hotel Stanford, which is this little tiny hotel in Koreatown. And it's inside the hotel at their bar called Established 1986. Uh-huh. That's the name. I think that that's just the name of the bar. It's a fine name. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fantastic name. So that's 8 p.m. this coming Saturday, the 22nd. If you want to meet me, talk with IJAN people, I will have some stuff to give away. Uh, please come and hang out, and it will be awesome. More details, of course, in the story on ps3.ign.com. It's 21 and over. Uh, bring money for beer because I'm I'm not buying drinks for everybody. Now I'm sure this will, this is going to sound like a loaded question at first glance, so don't get mad at me for bringing it up. But I want you to know. So are you staying at this hotel as well? No. Okay. I'm, good. Good call. Uh, don't. I'm, yeah. We should, we need to clarify that you don't want yes. people just calling the hotel this Stanford. Is, all yeah. So you. so what what this came of is uh, it's a K-pop concert. I'm going to be madly excited. This will be the night before the concert, so I'm going to be super pumped. So if you guys want to see me in my in my fucking prime, my partying prime, you come. And I I just found I was I like Googled like 
Koreatown bars because I thought it'd be cool since it's a K-pop concert, go to Koreatown, go to a bar there. And this this random hotel bar came up and it was really highly rated on Yelp. Uh-huh. Everybody was like, it's it's almost like you travel through time because you walk into this dingy bar and then the door opens and it's almost like it's the same thing of it. This one dude compared it to in a sci-fi movie when they like open a door in a hotel and suddenly you're on like the fucking Appalachian Mountains or something. <laughs> like that's the that's like the feeling you get yeah, when you walk into this bar. How many impressive? Whatever. I don't know. I, j- I tried to choose a mountain name. Is that, are they not even mountains? Oh, yeah. Is it? When All I right. buy a New York peppermint patty, I'm sent to a hotel in Korea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you had a question there, Kurt. I was going to ask how many dollar signs on Yelp did it have? Oh, yeah, good question. Yeah, that's a good question. Ooh, uh, you didn't look at it, did you? No, I didn't. It's probably three. four dollar signs. But, four dollar no, no, signs. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go check it out, except I, I remember several people saying, and the prices are so reasonable, and considering it's in a dingy hotel, I Too bad I it was Rupert Murdoch, Donald Trump, those are people saying. It's only $4,000 a drink. Uh, if you are, you know, got tricked into listening to this podcast, if this is your first podcast beyond, eventually we will get to video games in Uncharted. <laughs> we have a naughty dog here. But we still have other housekeeping. Colin, mm. we went to New York Comic Con. We did. We did a podcast beyond. We did. We did a meet and greet. We did. Thank you so much to everybody who came out. Yeah, that was awesome. Huge support. Uh, estimated 500 people turned away from the panel is what I was told. Yep. Uh, because you guys all came out to support us and do a gaming podcast at a non-gaming show. That meant the world to us. Uh, again, sorry to the girl who got hit in the head with the DVD Chris Carl threw. <laughs> it was a Blu-ray. It was so awesome. So the, the case wasn't quite as thick as it could have been if yeah, it was a DVD. It's t- it, it, Kurt, I'll set it up for you. Chris Carl hosts this show on IGN called Free Shit, where you basically just watch and then send in your name and maybe you win something. And so he did the segment and he's he's up at the in the front before our podcast doing this and uh he had he was giving away a blu-ray and uh ty root came over and said okay one of our video guys he's like throw it throw it into the crowd because he's been handing them out so chris hauls off and throws it like a frisbee and these two guys jump up to get it and it whiz it goes around them in a perfect year <laughs> it curves into the audience and just hits this on because the girl couldn't see because they were jumping in front of her hits this girl square in the forehead and she has this giant red blu-ray line <laughs> oh, on her head oh no yeah. we gave her right? one of the ratchet and clean controllers she was fun she had she was okay about it after a okay. while after <sighs> <laughs> at, first, at first, she the, was pretty. The noise was pretty funny, though. You just awesome clunking noise. Yeah. That's terrible. I feel so bad. No, but yeah. it was oh great. A lot of people came out. The panel was great. It was good to be home. Uh, good to. Uh, my family surprised me at the at the meet and greet. My aunts and my uncles were there. My cousins. No. Oh my no mom, way. My dad. Yeah. Holy crap, man! They were just That's there awesome. when we got there early. They were just there, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is pretty cool." Because I haven't seen my, my family probably since Christmas. That's awesome. So. Did, how did they, did you were you had you told them ahead of time or did they somehow see it on the site? That I you told guys were I, they knew there? I was going there and like my aunt was supposed to come meet me and oh, she was okay. basically being coy about okay I guess bringing everyone else. So. All right, that's yeah, awesome. that was really cool. It was also nice to wear my my New York sports team's uh, regalia uh, in my home territory. So that must be a good feeling. Not get weird looks. That's like that's like you still got weird looks. Yeah, I got one. Well, you were yeah. wearing Islander stuff in the Rangers territory. Yeah, that's true. It's like when I go to Japan and I wear all my weird I wear all my weird Japanese shit in Japan. Your pedo bear suit. But then I still really stand out because I'm white. <laughs> so it's like the same thing. Did you go did you get your hair done yesterday? Yeah, except I Alright, oh, you know, here's a fun Jeez. story, guys. Yeah. No? Should I no, not? No, no, I'm sorry. I, I, I feel bad that we're going on tangents. Yeah, that's actually, you want, maybe I'll save this story no, for later. No, it's, it's, a, it's a conversational story. podcast. It's already right, been right. up. <laughs> Here we go. No, it's it's funny because I, I was in the office late just getting some work done. I'm kind of actually on like a professional high right now. I, I, on rare occasion when I'm, I'm going to stay that late, I actually feel really good about it. Uh, and then I went out with uh, with uh, our own, we, we say Mike's name on the podcast all the time. Right? Mike Mitchell? Yeah. 
You mean Mike Mitchell? Yes, yeah, Mike Mitchell. Yeah. Anyway, Mike Mitchell, uh, podcast Beyond listener and good friend of the Beyond family extraordinaire. IG uh, freelancer. Yeah, went uh, went out with me just like just in the neighborhood to grab like a few drinks before I went back home and went to bed. Now I entered the stage of so like immensely sleepy that I actually fell asleep in the shower again, which has happened to me a few <laughs> times. Like I'll actually start nodding off while I'm just standing in the shower, and then I forget. Like what I had already done in the shower. Like I was like, did I wash my hair? Is yeah. there is there like I've actually started to walk, like stumble out of the shower and realize that I was still covered in soap. Like I had not actually rinsed off. So I had one of those experiences again last night. And then I just woke up this morning. I actually woke up at five in the morning, realizing I never actually set an alarm after I went to bed. Not a good not a good plan. At least you remember. Yeah. yeah. So. Is it, it sounds pretty dangerous. Do you fall it, over? No, I didn't. I don't fall at all. Like, I'm not talking about. I literally, I was like, I would I literally just, just crumpled. I, like, <laughs> <laughs> is it like, is it like Inception? Sleeps no, through it. It's not like I'm. You're waiting for the kick. Gomez <laughs> <laughs> is falling, falling in slow motion in the shower. Uh, I'm not leaning against the wall, actually sleeping. I just mean I'm so tired, like I'm starting to nod, nod to I sleep. I also forget to wash my hair. In the shower, I thought it was the only one. No, I'm, I mean, I'm like, I'm, I'm I've right. had those moments. I've I had those moments, and then I'm like, did I wash it? Yeah, <laughs> I've had those moments. Like, I have no way of knowing. I have no way. Does my hair feel dirty enough? It's hard to tell when it's wet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I need like a system. I wish I could like invent a thing that you, like a checklist. Once you don't I, go. You don't like, go in order. I, it's a bathroom checklist. Once I shampoo my hair, I wish there was a way of like flagging the, the shampoo <laughs> bottle in some way to be like, yes, you've done Game this. Over here. So that I could... Well, what about if you um, you have all your, you know, various bottles of, you know, whatever, right? I, use a, two, I use a two-in-one. Okay. Uh, so, so this really doesn't seem that hard. It's, it's like, well, if it, the worst so case scenario, I just wash my hair twice. But you, you, you just have it facing, you know, the labels facing you, and, and when you get in, it, and then you turn the, you I'm turn in it the around. Moment. That's a good. I might, I might try that. But, but then yeah. the question, but, yeah, do you remember? What if you forget to guaranteed. turn them back around? Then it's not and then, foolproof. Then you're like, it's well, not exactly, exactly. It's not foolproof. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right, well, we're 20 minutes into the uh, number one PlayStation podcast on the internet, believe it or not. Uh, let's start the show with what is, and it forever will be, the Roper Report. Time for some news. Colin, what do you got for me? I got a lot of things. Oh, my gosh. Ten things. I know, about, I know what the biggest story is. talk about showering? Uh, yeah, let's talk about showers and <laughs> bathroom stalls or whatever the fuck we, we've been talking about. Hey, kid, you want a sandwich? <laughs> you want a urinal sandwich? You want a sandwich? So, number one. The biggest story? No. Oh, okay. These are just in any order. These okay. are in the order I found them. Okay. Uh, Catherine has sold 500,000 copies worldwide. Over 500,000 copies worldwide. It's very great. It's a good game. Gave it a 9.0. Naughty Dog, is that hard to do? Uh, yeah, pretty pretty much. Okay. I feel like Catherine is. Oh, Catherine. Catherine, Catherine no, I like the game. I like the game. If I bought it, I don't buy, I only buy like the best games. So oh, if I'm buying Catherine, okay. that's like the okay, finest games. 500,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I, I kind of am interested to see if they try to do a sequel for that, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd love to see Catherine 2. Or it could be called. It could be spelled Catherine with a K this time. Yeah. Oh, or just someone shit. else. Some other chicks. Spoilers. Atlas, you guys can Spoilers. have that. You guys can just take that one. Just be like, I'm sure it's already it. development if they're doing it. Yeah. Uh, number two, PlayStation Vita is coming out in North America, Booyah! Europe, and other territories outside of Japan on February 22nd. You know what that calls for? 2012. What? My God. My God. My God. My God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't not picture that guy's face when I say that. So that's pretty. That's pretty exciting. We finally have a date. Are you are you upset by the date? Are you happy with the date? Oh, it's totally two up. months after the Japanese yeah, release date. We just ordered our imports for the Japanese ones. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn it. Yeah, we so have close. three or four coming in December. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about. It. I, I still. Um, I, th- I think that they intended on getting this out in 2011, and then the tsunami and earthquake happened, and they're yeah, probably yeah. having supply side problems. So, um, so that that works for me. 
mean, we'll have the Japanese ones anyway, so. Yeah. Whatever. And they're backwards compatible. Uh, yeah, number you three. Mean, you mean cross compatible? What do you mean backwards compatible? Uh, you mean they talk to each other like... Yeah, I guess that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah just making sure. <laughs> we don't want to confuse people. I know yeah. you're saying. We're They're territory free. That's exactly. I mean. Region free. We should be able to transfer yeah. our PSN profiles around. Uh, yeah, very good. Although the X in the circle will obviously be. That's going to be inverted. the biggest problem. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if you can switch that in the system menu. You might be able to. I doubt you can. You could on I doubt it. Uh, I doubt you can. Uh, seeing as how Shuhei, that was his big point on Twitter that one day about uh, why he said not to. And also, if you notice, you can do it only on debugs. PS3 debugs allow you to switch button behavior, but like the retails don't. Mm mm. 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 Uh, number three, uh, yeah. PSN firmware 3.73 is now live. It's a non-mandatory update that improves stability. Have you have you noticed? Uh, more, are, are you more stable? Everything's now? so stable when I play it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it. Someone asked a good question on Twitter about that though, which was why would a non-mandatory update improve the stability of of the PlayStation 3 when you're playing retail games? Why mm. wouldn't they just make that mandatory? No. Yeah. Why would they? Why would they do anything anymore? I don't know. Anything at all? Yeah. Okay. Just, just close Again, the company. Sh- Shuhei was talking about how you know Vita firmwares will be less intrusive than the PS3. I would imagine this is such a small fix or whatever they're doing that they'd rather not burden you with. Hey, download another firmware. Yeah, I agree. Nate, Nate Ahern, who used to work here, and bitches uh, all the time on Twitter about yeah, firmware updates. Yeah, well, he did. You know, I lent him Resistance like a while ago. He played it, and then he hasn't turned it on since. And now he's playing Payday. Oh, yeah. And he turned on his PlayStation like oh, a day go. ago, and he was like, I had to download a fucking firmware update. I'm like, you haven't turned on your PlayStation in like a month, dude, because there has been no firmware update. So turn your PlayStations on more often, yeah. please. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Be a PlayStation Plus member, and then just let it do it itself. Yeah, exactly. Uh, number four, Sony... Oh, this, one, this one's for our friends here. Sony has revealed the Fortune Hunters Club Ooh. for Uncharted 3, which will allow you to pay early for all seven planned multiplayer packs for Uncharted, saving $45. Look at that. Holy shit. Kurt, you're passing the savings on to me. <laughs> we do that. We're, we do that. Did they talk about when those are dated for or anything? Well, we've, uh, we do have day one DLC. Okay. Uh, and we haven't said anything else other than that. Well, so we don't know what it is. We, well, yeah, we, actually, work. we have uh, Rory working on it. We've got uh, four map packs coming. We have three skin packs, a unique uh, PS3 theme. Yeah. It's, okay. uh, but we don't know what the day one DLC is. No. Okay. No, not. So I hope, here's what I'll tell you right now what you need to do. You need to make sure you get the pack out with trophies ASAP. That's the one that oh, I because I love the fact that yeah I love the fact that you don't include multiplayer trophies other than you know play a match and do this once for the platinum but then it's one of those things where once I platinum the game it's like ah, ah did you yeah. platinum yet no I have not platinum yet I'll have you know I'm on my way even though Colin Moriarty almost got the taste slapped out of his <laughs> mouth two days ago <laughs> ladies and gentlemen Colin Moriarty had the gall to say to my face that I wouldn't platinum Uncharted three I just uh, I didn't realize that. You know, I've been playing through it on hard. Yeah. Because I assumed that you had to do that to unlock. Because, like, in two, in one and two, you had to play hard yeah. to unlock crushing. But that isn't the case in this one. Yeah. So, like, I played it on normal for review because last time around I didn't review it, Roper did. And I was like, well, I'm going to kill two birds with one stone. I'll play on hard and I'll come in. And I was so infuriated because, <laughs> like, I love Uncharted and I love just experiencing those games and playing for the story and yada, yada. And, like, once you crank it up and stuff, it, gets, it starts getting really cheap. You know what I mean? And, like, I didn't want to totally skew my interpretation of what most people are getting when they play it on normal so i was like I'll, i will suck it up and play three times and colin was like you'll never do that oh. got all got all my face about it and this is from the guy who has had uncharted 3 for a while i won't say how long and he's still only like in chapter five it's not i'm even... not in chapter five i'm in chapter like 12 but i have no a... no yes. not from what yes. you said i'm yeah i am i'm gonna all right we're gonna write down where he is unless you haven't moved since where you were last time right no i'm all right 
And then you can tell also, us more, the, of, a, more yeah. of a good chapter. And in, the, in the meantime, I'm, I still want to hear David more. I think you should move the mic closer to your fucking face again. You can make a pretty drastic. Dave is the beyond guy. Right there? There, he, was, yes. he was yeah. the one who was here. I, yeah. I never. You don't even care about it. You don't know what the show is. I've heard the show. I don't This is my first show. I don't even. No, I listened to the show like once or twice. It's kind of weird. I'm like, I'm I like, watched him and made fun of him. But you follow me on Twitter, so that's good enough. I do. It's like you, you get you get the, beyond in 140 characters I think you day. might follow me on Twitter. I do follow you on Twitter, oh, yeah. yeah. I, got right, right, I need to follow you on Twitter. All right, Kurt. What's up? David. Yes. This is where Colin is in the game. I'm going to show you the, the right. one word that I'll tell you where he is. Uh-huh. Give me a ballpark on the chapters he is and tell okay. me who's more correct. I said five or six, and he's okay. saying 12. 12, okay. Uh, great. That's like great. a third of the way, maybe. That's early. That is early. That is this not. This is not. I'm in chapter five. That's a, big, that's a big level, though. So depends oh, wait, where wait. you are in there. Shh, shh, shh. Oh, now nah, he's. He doesn't know what it is. They don't know. <laughs> they, know. they can't read. It's not video. It's not, is there a camera in here? All right. Well, you can, okay. Uh, that's towards the end of it. Yeah. So. I think I'm right. right. You're, You're making progress. Right. So here's what I know. Just <laughs> say you guys are yesterday, both right. I, I started playing my crushing uh, playthrough a couple days ago. Yesterday, I was capturing a whole bunch, and I was jumping around, and I started playing and just for capture, and I got to that part. So, I mean, it's, you can't be that far in if I'm getting there that quick. I don't know. I'm walking around. See, so the thing, you know, that we, you know, we, I want to find all the treasures for the platinum. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, like, walking in every crevice. I'm just, like, on, on the streets and stuff. I'm just, like, walking, like, in every corner. Like, <laughs> There's some tough ones. Waiting for, like, yeah. the triangle to, to show up or whatever. Well, now they have the treasures. We actually have them rendered in, in game. You actually see what it is yeah, on the ground. No they're just, just a, a speckle. Indeed, but I... I Me and Colin were talking about that. That makes it so much harder. <laughs> Before, it was just, looking for a glowing orb somewhere. Well, like still glows. It's still glows. I know, I know. Thing, but. We want to make it. Does so it have like? It. Does it have the star-shaped sheen, or is it just like actually like doing like, like the, the polar the same, weapon? It, the it, pulse it has thing? the sheen pulses, on it, yeah. like the guns do, but All it right. also has the little the starry like the Tinkerbell. The Tinkerbell effect. Thing. Okay, good. Cool. Tinkerbell effect. That's an eye dog term, by the way. <laughs> Tinkerbell effect. Tinkerbell effect. We, we that's need a, more Tinkerbell. You invented this. the term Tinkerbell. I bet Evan was saying it. If you applaud the game, the treasures are easier to find. Okay. Cool. Got it. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm looking. You know, vigilantly. For these tre- these treasures, they're hard. You may to have to get the strategy guide for that. I'm not gonna lie. I think I need to use the strategy guide to find the There's treasures. There's some really tough ones. Uncharted there was tough ones in like Uncharted. Where? There was some tough ones in Drake's in uh, in uh, Among Thieves too that were like yeah, impossible. Yeah, we put them all kinds of crazy play. I don't even know. Um, let's see. Where are we? Number five. Sony has raised the PlayStation Network level cap. Booyah! Uh, it used to be oh. at 50. Now the highest person in the world is at level 56. The current cap is still unknown. The, per- the person at level 56 has 340 platinum trophies. If only I had the time. I don't know how, like, so what country is that person from? I don't know. So here's the thing. I've been talking to both of these guys because there's two dudes that are two accounts, Duck360 and Hakum. And they constantly battle for, like, this, you know, arbitrary position position on the internet. So uh, the the Duck360 guy admits that they're three people. Um, uh, that, using that account, yeah, that use that account. Okay, and he's like totally. They don't care. Like they just admit it. That you know, because like even timestamps are like exactly the same on different games and stuff. Like, and they're like, no, we have no problem admitting that. There's three people. I think the Hakum guy maintains that he's alone, but I think he also maintains that he uses hacks and cheats. Because you could turn a game like Fuel on and just download a save, and it just pops all the trophies. You know, and we did the same thing in Buzz when we did that video. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and I've done the Fuel one too. 
Yeah. You have to drive yeah. across the map though to get the platinum. I never did that. I don't understand I that. I don't understand why you would just artificially boost boost uh, this thing that you're supposed to be using. I still using have six for, more platinum because I like my level. Cheat. I, I love this. God, it's so it's so great whenever there's just a fucking loser who's like, well, we didn't win the World Series, but clearly, you know, we, they had more errors than us or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, shut the fuck up. You're losing. All right? That's the answer. Okay. We'll see. Yeah, we will. So the people that cheat are the ones that... That was a bad example, like, but I don't know baseball. I don't know why I started going with baseball. All right, you lose the, the NBA the, Finals, but you had more points total in the season. How about there's that? There's rules of the game. I don't know. And I, they're not breaking the rules. Exactly. They're just using the system to their advantage, man. Yeah, well, mm. to me that's it's, that's it's using. Not honorable, yeah, it's, it's not. It's, it's like, not it's using. Like, it's like when it's unethical but not illegal. Mm. I don't mind the people like using, like sharing an account. I mean, they're all still playing games. They're still yeah. doing things the normal way, and they're still that's still a natural reflection of their gaming experience. Whereas someone that's just like downloading random saves and cheating and blinging trophies all over the fucking it's kinda place. Kind of like taking steroids. That's not. That's not really. Yeah, that's not showing like <laughs> asterisks next to the certain trophies and levels. <laughs> I want. I want. So I'm actually. I don't know. I've told Greg and Colin this recently. Since joining the PlayStation team, and I've also been reviewing a lot of PlayStation games recently. I'm. Fi- I, I'm I'm enjoying getting trophies again, and I I like looking at my trophy list and and seeing like it's a very normal evaluation of like what I've d- done in games. Mm-hmm. I mean I don't really play I don't like mine for trophies. I just sort of like get them as they come, and I'll go out of my way a little bit, but you know yeah yeah it's good times. All right, all right. Um, let's play through the rest of these so we can get to the questions. Okay. Uh, let's see. Number six, Capcom, Capcom has announced Devil May Cry HD collection due out in 2012. 40 bucks. You excited? DMC games from PS2. Uh, yeah. Third one. I would Third rather, one's the best one. I'd rather have Animusha because it's a far superior series. Oh my god. Um, Namco Bandai will be publishing the level 5 RPG Nino Kuni. Nino Nani. Wrath of the White Witch. That's cool. Uh, that game looks really, really good. Um, for some strange reason, the Xbox 360 continues to outsell the PlayStation 3 in North America. Can't understand that. Yeah, I guess. Or just that they break. Uh, <laughs> number nine, Resistance 3 has officially sold poorly, moving only 180,000 units in the United States during its first month. Resistance 2 did 385,000 units in the same time period. Colin, what does this mean? Um, it means I'm really sad. It sucks because Resistance 3 is fucking awesome, you know? Mm. And... Uh, it's just strange. It's just strange that a game that came out in 2008 when people weren't really playing PS3, the attach rate wasn't high, that game did so much better than a game that is really superior to it. Yeah, but do you think it is that people, like, I mean, you know, a lot, not necessarily for everybody, obviously, but there is a bad taste in people's mouths for Resistance 2. Some of them didn't, were let down, didn't like it, yada, yada, yada. Yes. Do you think it kind of drove them away from the franchise? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think that's possible. And also, I mean, this. I wonder, is this a marketing issue? I mean, did it not get pushed hard uh, enough? There was a Kevin Butler commercial with him on a horse, and he had a move, and I think on a TV somewhere, and Resistance 3 was playing it. They did everything uh, they could go. do for that yeah. game. Yeah, all right. That was proper push there. Uh, and finally, number 10, Final Fantasy XIV is still coming to the PlayStation 3. Uh, a closed beta is planned to begin in November of 2012. Right around the corner. Yep. That's it. It's like a 2.0 or something. Like that, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like basically a whole a completely revamped game. I don't know why they just don't scrap it and move on. But I, I couldn't be le- I, I couldn't care less about that game, I don't think. Mm. I don't think it would be humanly possible. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see who's... You'll sing a different tune when that beta comes to su- Subway. You'll <laughs> <laughs> be singing a different tune when you're reviewing it. <laughs> Ryan. Yeah. I like putting the digital goodies on my system. What came there? You love you love doing that. Well, uh, I jumped you, around, didn't I? It's yeah, actually, we're going out of order. Right? Uh, I want to screw it up. Yeah, Go ahead, I didn't look at my thing. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, you got Okaboo. 
All right. I just love saying that name. I don't think there's ever been a we title. We gave it a 5.5. Right. Did we really? Yep. Yeah. I never had a chance to read that review. Must download uh, <laughs> Okaboo for $14.99. All right. We got Rocket Birds Hard Boiled Chicken. I gave it a 7.5. 7.5. Good. Uh, then we have a bunch. We have uh, Beat Ultra Hazard. That will be out. So you're going to review yeah, that. Yeah, it's record. a Greg Miller jam, but I haven't gotten to it yet. Okay. Um, we have uh, the original Dead Space. Okay. Great game. Yeah, better great better game. than the sequel. Wow. <laughs> Ridge Racer 7 3D license version. Okay. All right. Sam and Max stuff. Dungeon Defenders. Wait, wait, wait. Sam and Max, it's the entire second season that's out on PlayStation. Full no. season. Episodes 1 to 5. You might remember bucks. it from two years ago on Xbox Live. <laughs> Real Steel. Yes! Finally! You guys, you guys want to get into Real Steel? A boxing-style fighting game featuring robots as combatants. Based they're using on the, the X-Men Origins Wolverine engine. There you go. So, like, Hugh Jackman can control the robot and his skin will get torn off. <laughs> Really? No, that's not true. <laughs> I, yeah, I still don't know what the hell uh, that game actually is. Yeah, real steel. Look it up. <laughs> what if it's All like right. a really great game, like a 9.5? I mean, <laughs> that, it could be po- I mean, I guess we can't discount the possibility. Uh, we also have Payday the Heist finally came out. Hell yeah. 7.5 from Greg Miller. Um, then we have a bunch of demos, including a lot of the things I just discussed, as well as some Batman Arkham City content. Ooh, yeah. The Catwoman bundle. First yeah. purchase DLC. Uh, if you bought it new, you don't need to buy that. Some Deus Ex stuff. I'm, I'm just kind of looking for There's the some minis. here. Oh, Street, Street Fighter Alpha 3 comes out on PS1 Classic. Hell, Ooh. Of, a, hell of a game. Oh, yeah. You can't give it up, guy. That has like the best English translation voice acting in the in, in any fighting game, I think. There you go. There's, uh, also, we do have some minis. Uh, we have A Thousand Tiny Claws, The Treasures of Montezuma, Street Smart, and spe- Speedball 2 Evolution for six ninety nine. <laughs> Way to go, Fucking Jeff. Jeff G- Rubenstein. Yeah. What are you doing making these minis like that? God. You and your wife just cranking these things. Work, actually. <laughs> Speedball minis. About that game, uh, Street Smart, I reached out to Jeff about that game because that's an old Genesis game, the name of an old Genesis game, but apparently they're not the same. So Speedball 2 Evolution? No. That was Street Smart. Oh, Street Smart. Street, street, street smart, smart was like a brawler, like kind of like Street Smart. Three dollars, three dollars. Okay, that's more like it. Download at your local PSN store. Colin, yeah. If I didn't want to download stuff, where could mm. I go to find out what's in real, real stores with bricks and mortars? The official IGN list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editors. Take it, David. All right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you knew the show. Uh, so, it's okay. You guys figure it out. Sound like I'm in, I'm in like a, the motor now. Like, like I'm back at Naughty or, something, or Naughty Dog or something, and listen to you guys. I'm all sitting here like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> forget it. I'm here. You can speak. Oh my god. Yeah. Better. Did you, you listen to, to the Comic Con show yet? No. At Comic Con, we had kid, I was like, who can say the list the list name? And he, this kid ran up to the mic and then just totally bricked it. Oh. <laughs> like, the, the PlayStation. <laughs> and he was booed until my oh. voice was so hoarse. <laughs> <laughs> it's messed up. I was booing him. Uh, nothing on PS2. I can't wait till we could swap out PS2 for Vita and still keep the name the same. I think I can't wait to just change it to two. No, oh, okay. PS3 and Vita and just push. Push you off into your little funeral pyre, PSP. <laughs> on a PSP, Naruto Ultimate Ninja Impact. Uh, on PlayStation 3, six Big games. Uh, ben 10 Galactic Racing. Could yeah, be, buddy. Kind of feel like that could be a platinum. Uh, the Sims 3 Pets, Rocksmith, Arkham City, Everybody yeah. Dance, and Ratchet and Clank. Everybody all for one. dance now. Uh, 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 uh. All right, so pick of the week. Uh, Arkham, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, would it, yeah why would it not? Yeah, I mean, buddy. Look, let's be honest though. Okaboo. 
<laughs> Anthony totally an Okabu anti money hat. <laughs> I, I I love watching Anthony the de evolution of Anthony's Okabu review has been just that was the thing, a highlight was, of my he last week. Playing and a half. it right before we went to Comic Con, so I asked yeah. him what he thought of it, and he was like, "Oh, it's, it's not bad. It's a it's cute right. game. This is really cute. It's really the, the music, the art. And he's like, fuck Okabu." <laughs> <laughs> what yeah, happened? By the what, end of it, what happened? I, I think know? it's just I one of the it. most repetitive games. Okay. I, apparently, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I didn't read the review. Yeah, yet. what's his complaint? Yeah, it just gets super repetitive or whatever. So here's the mysterious thing, though. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, uh, you know, say to you right now. This, I'm ready. For all the trophy hunters out there, too. Four downloadable games came out this, this week with platinum trophies. And there might be more. I don't know if this is going to be a new trend. Because games like Dead Nation and Shrine, like, were pretty rare, you know. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But Hard Boiled Chicken has a platinum. Okabu has a platinum. Payday has a platinum. And Dungeon Defenders has a platinum. And there might be more than that. So Pla- I don't so I don't know if this is like going to be a new thing or whatever, where they're just going to start giving these games platinums or not. But I thought that was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I like that. I think it, you know it breaks down that wall. I think it's kind of silly that you know it, it shouldn't be like a there shouldn't be a line in the sand. I guess you know what I mean. If you're putting out an experience that you think competes with the retail mm-hmm. game or whatever, then sure, cool. give it a platinum. Yeah, yeah, buddy. All right. But yeah, Batman it. Arkham City is awesome, so you should totally play that nine five from Greg Miller. Nice. Pretty I was going to make a bad Uncharted joke, but let's skip it. <laughs> <laughs> Sun Temple, Sully. We need to get there when the blood moon rises. <laughs> the blood moon rises. Uncharted 4, Blood Moon Rises. Blood moon rising. Uh, so there you go. Yeah, a topic of the week will be plenty of Uncharted here. Uh, we have Naughty Dog here. You might as well use them. Uh, last night on Twitter, I put out a whole bunch of questions. I, 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 was, very, I was very impressed beyond Nation. Last night on Twitter, at like 9.30, I was like, oh yeah, Naughty Dog's coming in tomorrow. Maybe we should have some Uncharted questions. So I put it out there expecting not much. You guys flooded the inbox. Uh, hey, Greg. Yeah. Where can people follow you on Twitter? They can follow me at GameOverGreggy, G-R-E-G-G-Y. Uh, and they can uh, send questions anytime to be part of the conversational podcast. Beyond at IGN.com. Beyond at IGN.com. Yeah. So Interesting. Topic, the topic symbol, not AT. No, yeah. don't write that yet. Don't write AT. Topic of the week is reader mail. Reader mail, pretty much all about Naughty Dog and Uncharted 3. So let's start with TJ's question. Hey, Beyond crew, just read Ryan's Ratchet and Clank all for one review. <laughs> uh, he certainly piqued my interest. My wife and I are very different gamers. Think Bejeweled vs. Infamous. But we always come together with joy for some good old-fashioned co-op smashing. Uh, how does uh, Lego, or I'm sorry, how does Lego compare, you know, the Lego games, compare mm-hmm. to Ratchet and Clank All for One? Is the okay. pat- platforming difficult? How's the camera, etc.? Okay, got it. Uh, I would say that my experience with the Lego games is actually not super extensive. But I will say that I, I kind of feel like Wretch and Clank is a more difficult experience all around than the Lego games. Now, I'm not saying that that, that makes it completely inaccessible to the, you know, kind of light, casual gamers, perhaps like uh, his wife here. Did he say wife? TJ, yeah. yeah and wife. Uh, but uh, I'd say, you know, maybe, maybe be in for a challenge. You might want to just brace for impact. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> all right, that made it sound too hard. It's not, it's very doable. I, 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 was, I was comfortable the entire way through uh, on normal difficulty. 8.0 is that what you gave it? 8.0. 8.0. Yeah, great game. That's interesting, right? Because earlier I was not sold on it. I yeah. codenamed it Turd Ferguson, but now it pulled out. Turd Ferguson? <laughs> I didn't code wow. name it Turd Ferguson. That's harsh. It's just, Colin's always wearing a no, Ferguson I, jersey. I really, right? I really enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, I, I think people, I think Ratchet fans, if, you, if, you are, if you're a Ratchet fan, all right, here's, here's the bottom line. You're Ratchet fan and you have a friend that you want to just have over for a few nights in a row and you guys will just sit down on the couch like eat some stuff eat some junk food and play through that game that's like the best experience is it f- it's four play though right it is four player does it have but four- can you do local four player? you can do local and online um up to four people 
Uh, I will say that when you, I, I call it in my video review, it's a, it's a Neha term. She works here. Uh, she coins the term banana cakes when something is really crazy. So four player gets pretty banana cakes because, awesome. man, it's, it's almost impossible. I mean, Colin was, was uh, helping me test that. And I mean, it, at some points it was kind of just, you were unable to tell what was happening on the screen. That is correct. Yeah, so I would say two <laughs> players. Like part of the two, you're sitting back in your chair and you lean in. And yes, that is what I said. So yeah, <laughs> keep that in mind. When you play with two players, is it do they have AI for the other two, or are they? No, it's actually just it's just yeah, it's just you guys. Uh, Does it, it scale? Is it harder than? It way? seemed. It seems like certain aspects of the game scale, though. I didn't really notice a, a notable increase in the like number of dudes on the screen or anything. Maybe they just have mm-hmm. a little more hit points. There's too many dudes on the screen. Too many dudes on the <laughs> screen. I need my friends help. Bruh. All right, David and Church. It's time to start getting some uncharted questions for you. This first one comes from Beyond Fan, Super Fan, I'd say, uh, Yaren Donan from Israel. Yair. Yair. See, this is the funny thing, because last week, or last time I talked about him, I I said his name, and I'm like, I'm terrified I'm going to say it wrong, and I said it right, and he's like, oh, you nailed it. And then I was like, how do I say it? I immediately forgot how to say it. Just just think Yah, like you're saying Yah, and then Air, like you're talking about the Air. Yair. 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 All right, perfect. Actually, I ran into him, uh, like I ran him at at Beyond 200, and then a week later, I was at I Am 8-Bit Art Gallery down in LA, and he was there as well. He's making a little bit He's just, he's everywhere. He's everywhere we go. Yeah, back to your country. <laughs> it loses all. It doesn't. It you know. It's not fun anymore if you're you're just here. <laughs> Yair from California. <laughs> all right. Anyways, uh, this question is design wise. Uh, do you have an idea for a level and then figure out a way to integrate it into the story, or does the story dictate the le- le- level layouts? For example, did you want to have a level on a moving cruise ship and then make sure the story got you there, or did the story bring you to the boat? Uh, it it kind of goes back and forth. In the in the example of the cruise ship, it was kind of one of the first things that we had come up with this is Kurt kind of talking <laughs> yes should designer. I announce my name before no, every time I go no no Kurt, I just, Kurt I, here just because you guys, haven't, you guys haven't spoken in a while this question <laughs> 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 so uh, yeah I mean uh, for the case like some of the big set pieces we we pretty much come up with them first because we're just like what's crazy what, what you know what can we try to do and uh, and then it kind of gives to Amy and like once we develop it enough and she's like okay and she'll like actually write it into the story and but it goes back and forth so sometimes yeah. you know we have the story we the, you know Amy and the concept people and, and all the game directors and stuff will you know and the whole team will suggest locations and we'll come up with locations and then concept guys will be concepting that stuff mm-hmm. out and, and artists will be artists doing look dev look, look devin, yeah. and uh, we have a very fluid process and, and it allows us to be flexible so you know like the, the cruise ship you know we didn't have a story at first we did this awesome set piece Jacob Minkoff designed it and then you know, later on we were like, okay, well, how can we, you know, we, we have to be safe, flexible. Can we cut it? Should we, you know, cut it down, make it longer? Can we move it around, you know? And, and you know, it's a, it's a good process for us. Mm. So. We get pretty ambitious with some of the set pieces. And uh, mo- hopefully we realize in time that we're like, okay, it's a little too crazy. We need to scale it back. <laughs> Every scale it back. time. Yeah. Uh, and then you Keep never the see the crazy, crazy stuff that we're planning because we shipped the game and on time. And then... You see the craziness, and you're like, well, we, it was actually maybe a little crazier than that, but Hopefully, we'll yeah. never Behind know. Behind the stuff we'll on never that. Know. Yeah. yeah, I see. Craziness. Uh, that's the one thing I will, I will tip my hat to you from playing through it, is that I was happy you played your cards so close. You know what I mean? It's one of those things, we went to a lot of events, you know, E3s and GDCs and whatnot, backroom alleys. I got, I got <laughs> in the back of Amy's van at one point. Um, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> 
I just didn't have We've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, driving. But it was always like oh, more multiplayer. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I want to see sure. more of the story. But then when you sat, when I sat down and played it through, it was like holy crap! I'm glad I didn't see anything because it was so like wow. You know, I wanted that. I wanted that experience. Well, you, I wanted you put that a lot of cards on the table. You know, advertising. You know, the story. And then you know, the recent launch trailer this week. You know, we showed even more story. Yeah. So and we still didn't give away. You know, a lot of it. So yeah, yeah. yeah there's there's good surprises really in there. Yeah. How big is Naughty Dog right now? Well, at the end of Uncharted 2, we were actually, I mean, sorry, end of Uncharted 3, we were actually up to about 200, 250 people. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of it was contract whatnot. We have about 150, 170 full-timers. Because you, when you talk about making the game, it makes it sound like you guys always go to a conference room and get a pizza and, like, talk about what you want to do. I mean, is it you break into teams and then, like, team heads go to the break room for pizza and talk? <laughs> well, is there pizza? There is There is There is pizza, pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes we get barbecue, and <laughs> we get we get catered dinners we when uh, dinners. we're working late. Nice, out, but. nice. But uh, yeah, it, it. What was the question again? Uh, How big are teams? How does it work? How does it break oh, down? Oh yeah. Well, so like the leads a, of each department. We have a very of, flat hierarchy straight up. First, yeah. we have the presidents, the leads, and then everybody. Like oh, wow. there's no like department, like teams, so to speak. There are teams within it, but like it's just such a fluid. Yeah. beast there's that. like the animation there's like <laughs> a fluid beast you know, there's a design, <laughs> there's, a design there's you know background you know modeling texturing uh there's like in animation there's like subsets there's uh the cutscene guys there's like in, igcs we call it in-game cinematics which is all the crazy stuff that happens in game to uh-huh. to you uh and then there's like mechanics guys who do like ai animations for just the move sets of you know of drake and the mechanics of taking cover and stuff and all this stuff and they work with the programmers and each department kind of has like a lead of them and they kind of manage the work and the leads will uh dictate that stuff yeah but for a level it's like a level designer is kind of the the head and he's kind of the producer of the level to make sure that he's talking to all the leads of all the departments making sure everything is given to us look not, at you big boss night dog night dog doesn't have an interdisciplinary sense producer so yeah we have to does so yourself. is your is your office kind of like world of warcraft where each of Jeez, each of the, the different wow. each, of the, each of the different departments feels like a different zone like you walk into the programmers and it's all dark and like all their glasses are glowing and and you know and then you they walk into screens. the artists and they're all like hanging from the ceiling on like you know like these you wow. know contraptions we uh that's what i'm envisioning right so now i think it's, it's pretty in accurate the office, uh greg's been in the office you can Speak to that, well, right? The yeah. old office. I went to the old, been office. the old office. Well, been the new one. Shades are drawn. The new you don't one want is the backlighting. People are always doing stuff. A lot of PS3s are on. A lot of just idle animations of like characters we do, standing yeah. there while, <laughs> while someone's like furiously typing at their computer, making something else work. But yeah, I mean, visually, we, I mean, it's, we, we kind of intermingle the, the departments yeah. a lot. So, mm-hmm. like, we have the animation guys in the, per- they're all kind of next to each other, but we have to travel a lot. Yeah. Especially okay. designers, like, we, yeah. we have to be on scooters. Like, yeah, we're riding scooters it's a big office, the office. And we got to go talk to animators, we got to talk to programmers, talk to everybody. Man. So, we're always, like, my on God. the move. <laughs> my God. <laughs> we're always on the move. Would you say that you guys are the heroes of development and you're on the move often? Wow. That's no, I would no. never say that. <laughs> <laughs> Those words would not come out of my mouth. <laughs> Uh, Jason Levy asked questions I think everybody wants. Uh, Beyond. Yeah. Yeah, Beyond. Hi, team. I know in the Uncharted 3 launch commercial, I see Nathan Drake riding a horse in gameplay footage. Do you know if this part of the game is on rails or if the player will have full control over the horse? Spoilers. (laughs) Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, Play the game and find out. You should find out. Oh, there you go. You think you might be... Is this an on rails horse? (laughs) (laughs) I just like, imagine if there was like a panel and then, excuse me, question. Uh, Just saw a horse riding. Uh, I think we, we always try in Uncharted to like, 
give the player as much control as possible at, without breaking it so that you can't like just do really stupid things and take the horse off you, the cliff. That you want to, like the player is able to do what they want to do without like it being horrible experience. So there's limitations on a lot, a lot of stuff in the game, mm -hmm. but we also give you a lot of control more than more than you would think from looking at the trailers. Maybe. Well, when, okay. I was gonna say I love it when people are like don't realize they're playing and you're right at the end. Of, I, you know I see because oh like, that yeah, happens yeah, to yeah. me yeah. all the time. Yeah. Why does he just stand? I almost get angry at you guys because I'm like oh I'm enjoying this I'm great and then Drake's just like. It always gets me like in Uncharted 2 and you know the Uncharted franchise in general when you'll do that and it'll be something where like you need to run away from something. Like, you know, oh, like yeah, the, yeah, the, the, yeah. the event ends and like, oh come on, Drake! And I'm like, yeah, oh god, and then he's just <laughs> he's killed or something he eats him. I don't know. That's uh we we try our best to we know yeah, that's that's hard for me to hear as a designer because I designed some sequences like that. No, no, I like it. It's just one of those things that like the transition is so We try, we so try best to like make sure like, okay, player's not gonna press a stick right away. We try like in in, uh, in Uncharted 2 in the, we call it the conveyor belt uh, treadmill sequence in the beginning minor spoiler of you the, opening, played Uncharted 2 the opening of Uncharted 2. When the, the train's falling off the cliff and you like, you get up there and it's like, oh, stumble and then you like, it's kind of starts sliding off and we're like the player's not going to know immediately to like run forward to, yeah, to yeah. try to jump off and so like we have a lot of kind of crazy scripting in place that's telling it to be like okay it like tracks your progress because at the very end when you jump it's always like perfectly aligned yeah with like being right on the edge and and matches the <sighs> when you grab the, does it. Cool. the thing and so like it's, it. it's if you just stand there for like four seconds and then run it works out the same as if you just run from the beginning. So there's like this stuff that's kind of speeding up and slowing down the animation yeah. just for the car. About, and so that's that, one little moment in that yeah. massive game. Yeah. It's so we so try to do that a lot. Uh, and, and we use that kind of tech. I guess it's tech. It's like a little algorithm. Technology. Yeah. It's like, yeah. The technology. Are you using the Tony Hawk board? Because I know it's full of technologies. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we might have a patch for that. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not. Kurt, you're a professional. You just segued into uh, Carlo's question. Uh, was Uncharted 3 less of a challenge for you, given that you'd already done so many, so much with Uncharted 1, 2? You had resources? Wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, when no, we started... and yes. Yeah. <laughs> At the but end of Uncharted no. 2, you know, we were all like, okay, what's next? You know, we won all these games, we get awards, and we're like, oh, crap. Like, now we have to actually do something better than that. What, what, what the hell are we doing? Uh, and the external um, pressure is really bad, but the internal pressure is, like, even more so... We set out, set out, and we were like, okay, we gotta make an even bigger, better game, but then we actually like killed ourselves on Uncharted 2. So we are like, okay, well, actually, let's, let's not make that big a game. Let's, <laughs> let's tone this down a bit. And then we, we of course, are Naughty Dog, so we yeah. shot for but the universe. But a lot of it is, so we did the have, universe. Yeah. So like the Beyond train the level in Uncharted 2, we had to essentially rewrite the whole engine for, for like moving objects. Yeah. So once we had that, like we could start with that now in Uncharted 3 and say, we know we can do moving objects. What craziness can we do? And Uncharted 2, we didn't have that. We we're just trying to get the, the tech. trying to get it to work. Yeah, yeah. And then we didn't. It wasn't really working until the very end of Uncharted 2. <laughs> so, uh, so now we had that to start. So, like in a way, that was easier to, to gave us the freedom to kind of have a little bit of confidence that we're like, okay, we know that this tech works. We can do like cargo plane stuff. We can mm -hmm. do cruise ship stuff. However, uh, we never rest on our laurels though. Yeah, yeah I mean, we're always but yeah, so pushing like even that, further. But, but it, it, it facilitated us. But in no way was this an easier game to make than Uncharted 2 because it just yeah. it, the, the the bar just got raised. That's all. So it's like we were just like, okay, now that we have this as a baseline, we do this crazy technology of moving out. No, okay, well now what don't we have? What can we invent for this game? Yeah. For you know, 
water, crazy dynamic water, ocean stuff, and like sand, sand technology, and like we just like invent new stuff for us to challenge ourselves because. Yeah. You know. like, like definitely like the craziest thing we definitely did was the the procedural ocean water in the cruise ship because it's actually like the the cruise ship is moving right and looks as actually as the water is moving it's moving the boat and it's this crazy yeah. technology that nobody can really see but it's actually all happening and, 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 and the thing about that sequence is like they're like oh yeah we could have faked it but faking it is really hard too <laughs> we, we tried that first and uh, <laughs> we tried to fake it and it was like well, there's clipping, like the water, like, first of all, to animate water with like, there's like a million vertexes in water, vertices, and it's like the animation. You're telling me, man. The, the animation, <laughs> you don't even know what that is. Every morning when I fall asleep in the shower, that's what I'm thinking. Like, so like, <laughs> all these vertexes hitting me in the face right now. <laughs> man, so, I, I, feel, I almost feel bad, like, when I was complaining about being up late last night. Man, I was, like, writing this, man <laughs> I was up writing this, I was up writing about Ratchet and Clank. Right, yeah, me. writing this meet and greet <laughs> article, and you guys are like, man, there's 4,000 million vertices in the ocean water, and I'm like, all right, uh, I feel dumb now. So, uh, so, yeah, to actually animate that is like way too much memory you could never animate it and like have it in memory it would just take up the whole game would be just the animation for the water animating so it's like the only way to do it is to do it dynamically and have it procedurally done and then once you have that you're like okay well the boat has to move realistically on it so we can't animate that because we don't know in the simulation where it's going to be so we're just like okay we'll just take like you know the normal of the water and just like move the boat based on how the simulation of the water is going and then it's like okay well now the whole thing just works now so build a level on top of it so like out if you pulled outside of the boat like which mm -hmm. where you would never be is uh -huh. there actually just like a big artificial tub of water in which this boat is sitting <laughs> kind or of or is it just yeah. okay kind of it kind of stretches to infinity oh it does stretch to a infinity little bit, but, uh, a, li a little bit a little bit a little bit of infinity millions of millions of vertexes millions. on the distance but, it, but yeah it, it gets like as the camera gets closer to the water it gets more detailed so like if you pull out it gets like super low res and so yeah it's like it, our guy carlos who did the water is like crazy like you move the camera really close to the water like where you're never even gonna get that close to it and it's like super amazing looking and then you like pull way out and you and you like oh okay it looks the same but it's using way less you know processing power or whatever the technologies and the technologies, so many, so many technologies. it's just intense to, to listen to you guys talk i mean about developing this game and you were talking about the the pressures of me like naughty dog along with probably team eco i guess are like considered the marquee you know sony first party studio so it's like you know there must be intense pressure and what what, what greg and i were talking about when we started playing the game was like how impressive it is that you guys finished the game in two years you know because <laughs> and and also i thought what was impressive was you know the jump from drake's fortune to among thieves mm -hmm. was super impressive and again it's like you, among thieves. I think like you. you I didn't think it could have gotten much better graphically, mm -hmm. or you know, in terms of character development or anything from among thieves. But it seems like there's another jump. You yeah, know, like totally. another like it's like I really it's so it's insane to watch you like see what you guys can do. It's one of those things. Like it, it struck me when we finally got to see more single player content at that Vita thing, and we went upstairs and they started uh, in the desert and what. And we don't know what's happened right before it, but just the way Drake's moving and the way he's stumbling, it's like oh, oh something bad has happened. He screwed yeah. up, and then he like falls down at one point. And he gets up and there's sand in his hair and it's all over his yeah, body. Yeah. It's like Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had, uh, it was uh, so the animation. First of all. We got Jeremy Yates, our, he's our comedy animator. He's insane. Uh, and like Uncharted 2, like we have this crazy, getting technical again, but it's interesting. Just keep talking. So in Uncharted 2, it was like when you um, take cover and like 
you know, stand idly. It's like one pose uh -huh. that's just like one frame animation. And then we layer all these animations on top of that, like him breathing and his like head turning and his facial and stuff. It's all like other animations that are kind of looping on top of it on like random intervals and stuff uh -huh. so that you get this kind of dynamic living, breathing person. And but he's just standing there and it's just a pose and then covered he's just in a pose. Uh, and we have like two sets of animations on Shirt 2 is like your tense movement where you kind of move a little faster when you're combat. Uh -huh. And... Uh, then you're like relaxed mode where you're like exploring and there's no guys around and you kind of you move a little slower and it's more deliberate and uh and uncharted 3 like we have like in the desert alone there's probably like four or five different move sets for each tense and relaxed mode <laughs> Jesus. and instead of just being a pose for being in cover it's a full streaming like 1800 frame animation yeah so like it's jeremy's like we mocap like walking on sand and all this craziness and jeremy's like yeah it's like more like <laughs> like each level almost has its own completely unique set of moveset animation. We're crazy. <laughs> or multiple I sets don't, of I don't know how you guys physically exist. <laughs> uh, well, in a more general aspect to, to what was Colin was, was saying is that, uh, you know, everyday Night Dog is really passionate. Like, that's how we do this. And there's always this kind of funny um, point. It's like usually in the second year where we always kind of sit there and we kind of like, you know, we've done all this, all this groundwork and, and laying out like everything we're going to do to finish this game, and then we get to this point where we're like, all right, we have nine months to finish this, <laughs> and then we just mad scramble to get it done, and we just cross our fingers, and it happens <laughs> somehow. So, talent, talent, man, it, it, talent, it, it, it's, it's it's really impressive. And working a lot of hours. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I can only imagine. I mean, you talked about you know in Uncharted Two, the train came together at the very last second. Like, were were you like just heading us to wall or desk when like? I'm well, the the the. The train coming together for the last second is kind of not really true because we had like the engine and like we had to rewrite. Like, the train was at like, the first level that they. It set was up the first to thing they tried to do. So Why the like, fuck working. did you lie to me earlier in this podcast? <laughs> well, well, you're making me look like an amateur. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, you know final no words on it. <laughs> final tweaks of the, of the technology. We, being... but it's like built. It's like workable, right? Like, yeah. It yeah, works yeah. enough, and it's like okay. Then you once you start building the levels, you're like, oh, like throwing grenades doesn't work on the train because you're moving at 60 miles an hour. Oh crap. <laughs> And then you like started realizing, oh, we have to rewrite a lot of systems for this to work. So okay. like as you're going through making the level, uh -huh. you're seeing what's broken, and then the programmers magically fix it. Iteration is a big word at Night Dog. Yeah. So, I, I, do you ever worry about falling short? I mean, like it's one of because like the, the reason I bring up the train is because when I first went and saw Uncharted Two and they showed this blah blah, blah they talked about the train and mm -hmm. how you know like we can't show it yet, but this and, and they didn't say it because oh it's not working or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like the train's moving and the cars are individual and blah 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 and like it's like. Are you guys listening to them say that? You're like, yeah, God, okay. No, I mean, there's a lot of confidence. I mean, we have, you know, the the best programmers, the be like, pretty much the best everybody in in, in everything. Uh, at least, we're like, yeah, we're, we're totally we're gonna awesome. Totally <laughs> humble in this room. I, I think that's so pretty. I mean, I, but there's there, like we have uh, amazing people. Uh, Myself not included, maybe. I'll, this is kind of true. That, whatever. <laughs> this guy's but amazing, actually. The, uh, uh, so, so short. We trust the departments to, that they're going to deliver on what we, what we want. And if we get to the point where we think that something's not going to work, it's just too much work, it's never like, can we do it? It's like, how long is it going to take to do it? And whether it's worth it to have it in the game. And, and for the bang for the buck. Like The train level we knew was like we got to have this. Like, it's 100%. The only thing we want in this game is the train level. Like, that's the only thing. So we Drake's have to train. do it. So it was never Drake's a question of whether train. we were going to have it. It was just how long. And it turned out, like, it was going to take a really long time. So, uh, but then the benefits we got from that, just from having to rewrite the engine, game all the physics. Game of the year. Game of the year. <laughs> so, uh, it seems yeah, like the, it was the, worth it. the talent, like, 
that you're talking about, I mean, it, it seems like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy in a way because, I mean, it's it's like you guys are obviously clearly quite talented in every respect because the games come together so well. Um, but then you attract the best talent because you're already so good. So it seems like the rise is, like, almost meteoric in a way, you know? It's like if you have, like, a great, you know you know artist that is at another studio and he looks at naughty dog and he's like man i have to be really good to get in there maybe he is really good and then he gets in and then and then he raises the level even you know to another degree well, and I mean, then so on and so forth i mean that's just i mean not just naughty dog there's, there's several great game companies in the industry it's amazing and, and it's such a tight you know community i mean everybody knows everybody in neverburn bridge it's an amazing community uh so i mean yeah I mean, like, we have tons of friends coming you know that we recommend and all kind of stuff and you know they have to get it on their own of course but you know it's, it's very tight-knit so one of, one of my questions, when you guys were mentioning how just massive your studio is, because when I think, you know, 150 full-time people, and that's not even including your contract work, correct? Yes, about that. So when I'm thinking that, I, I imagine myself, man, there's, you know, what... <laughs> I'm sorry, I just got distracted because Greg did a funny post. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I've had enough of you two, okay. so I'm going to leave. Okay. Uh, it always breaks my heart to leave in the middle of a show, but I have to actually go record my Uncharted 3 video script. So oh, I will go do that. And just come back. We'll nah, well, when this is done, I think we, were, we have the post-mort in 15 minutes. Oh, uh, well, we have an is, editorial is, meeting. Mm, I mean, I, your call. I, I say we should keep going until we're good. I agree. No, I keep going until you, you know, this is, the show's been we great. Gotta, show's we dynamite. We do have to go in that, to that meeting, though. Show's dynamite. Okay. Do what we have to do. Got it. I got to go do this. All right. Kurt. David, it's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, remember, we, they're doing a lot. They're, they're part of the live stream tonight. I will be interviewing them again. We will ask different we'll questions, around. harder we'll questions. They can't run. You'll see how handsome they are. So look at that on <laughs> IGN.com. Bye, guys. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. No, so all I was saying is that even even in the IGN editorial and in our company, you know, that we're, we're probably, we probably have fewer people. I don't know the exact number. And so I think, like, man, I don't really even know everyone, like, you know, around the office and whatnot. And then I think to myself, do you guys do you guys like actually know just everyone? Are there some people you? I mean, obviously there are going to be people you know better than others because you mm -hmm. work with them more frequently. Mm -hmm. But I mean, like, how does that work? You have scooters to ride around yeah. to, get, to get around your office. It's it's something. It's a juggernaut. You'd be surprised how many names you can remember. Yeah. Because we work with so many people that you just kind of you break it down and like when you say 150 people, I'm like, wow, that is a lot. And then you're like, oh yeah, I guess you start counting over. Like, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, okay. I guess there are that yeah, many people. And you know every single one of them. <laughs> I, well, and their birthdays and their parents' names. <laughs> I used to pride myself uh, in knowing everybody at the company. You know, like, and it's a really cool feeling. But then, because Night Dog kind of has this kind of garage studio kind of feel to it, you know, and the fact that everyone does their own job. There's no, we don't have producers telling you what to do. It's, it's like, uh, it's a little different. But uh, there's this, definitely a certain point when, like, we had to get it done. We were just hiding this contract to help us just finish this game. And I was just like, all right, and I've got to work, too. I'm like, okay, well, I'm at my desk. I don't know half this company anymore. But you guys are all great. Peace. <laughs> there you go. All right, cool, cool. Colin, what else we got, man? Yeah, let's do some quick ones. All right. Uh, I like this question. Uh, this is from Boltoad from my IGN. Okay. He asks, when's the Uncharted Kart Racer going to be announced? Oh, boy. <laughs> right we're talking, now. We were talking we're about that on the way it. over here. We were, right like, now. We, were, we were making a, we were making up like a title. Uncarted. Uh, Drake's Uncarted. last lap. <laughs> Drake's. Drake's final lap. So for people that don't know, the joke, obviously, with, with Naughty Dog is that the fourth game in every series, or I guess the other two series that you guys have done, has been a kart racer. So everyone's always just been asking if uh, if Uncharted yeah. will get the kart racing treatment like Jack and, and uh, crashed it. Drake will be riding carts on planes. Yeah, it's like carts on planes. <laughs> um, 
was I going to ask you? One quick, can I uh, no, interject please, real fast? Do you guys ever, I mean, I, I don't want you to reveal anything secret, but as on a personal level, do you guys ever have a desire to go back to a more traditional cartoon animated style? Not to say to lower the quality, yeah, but to yeah. say to use like the vast experience you've accumulated from doing photorealistic mm-hmm. work and applying it to kind of just make the best damn looking cartoon game imaginable. Well, like, you know, on the art side, right? Yeah. Um, Everyone at Naughty Dog is very passionate, you know, especially on the art side. Uh, you know, they're, they're always trying to expand the horizons, trying to do these new things with the cool new technology we have and what we've learned. Uh, you know, we, we definitely always focus on what's at hand, you know, so, mm-hmm. you know, with Uncharted. Everyone's a fan of, like, stylized animation. Absolutely, too, right? yeah. Everyone loves Pixar. Everyone, I mean, there's a guy who has, like, Muppets on his desk. Like, he has yeah. like Muppets, Keon's But Muppets. even, even, um... Uncharted actually is a bit stylized. Uh, you know, nothing is photo real. It's all, you know, what, it, what we call it. Like, it's um, uh, hyper real is what we call it. Mm. And all the textures are hand painted. Like, yeah, you know, the animations are just, you know, facial, little... The facial animation is done by hand just because, like, the way the animators can do it, it's yeah. just, like, better than if you were to try but to, we like, definitely, photo capture it. Yeah, we definitely like those styles as well. Yeah. Know? But cool. we focus on what's in hand. All right, cool, yeah. man. Personally, for me, like... Um, I don't know, as a designer, it to me, it's like, you got to start looking at the business aspects of, of a cartoony game, because it's not, you know, like, is viable anymore, right? Because you see, like, Call of Duty and everything. Well, uh, not to say that it couldn't be, uh, but well, I think that's maybe the main reason why you don't see so many anymore, like you, you, like the Ratchet and Clank thing mm-hmm. is seen now as, like, a kid's game. Yeah. We also, uh, we play we make games that we want to play, so yeah. Yeah, we want to play Uncharted. We're, so. we're an older, like, an older audience, right? So... We, I guess, plus we're drawn to like grounded storytelling and in, in, in kind of grounded realities, and yeah. we like think that that uh, m- kind of makes the player feel a little more uh, attached to the story because it's like more relatable. It's kind of what it's kind of what the Uncharted series has been about. We mm-hmm. don't do like jetpacks and cr- you know crazy stuff like in the single player. It's like you know it's all kind of realistic everyman thing, and, and we think that that's part of why the Uncharted has such an appeal to so many people. Right on. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Um, let's see what's next. Uh, Nehemiah asks, uh, what would an extra year of development time done for the developer's sanity and for the game's quality? Was there anything you wish you could have put in, time permitting? Well, and say if they gave us another year, we would have gone crazy for another year as well. Like, we, we never... Yeah. You know, it's another year of adding cool of cool stuff. So. I'm glad that, you know, we, we're, you know, Naughty Dog has never, like, missed a date or delayed a game. And that's kind of where we pride ourselves on that. So it's like, we're going to make a game in two years, we're going to make a game in two years. And we know from the start that we have a date that can't move. Especially since Uncharted 3, the first time ever, we announced the date at the beginning, 11-1-11. It was like, oh, we've never done that before. So <laughs> right. before we've had like kind of a moving target. We, like, we knew the holiday season, whatever, but we, you know, we'd look at the schedule and be like, okay, when, when does it actually come out? And now it's like 11-1-11. Oh, okay, we can't miss that date. We've already announced it in the beginning. So it helps us a lot. Uh, when we're doing design and stuff to be like, okay, we, we have to recognize early, like when we're going too big to scale it back, to move things around. So like we, we never, when there is like crazy stuff or, or something that was, is going to take a lot more tech. Like I said, it's like, it's not a matter of whether we can do it or not. It's whether we can do it in time. So it's a matter of like managing our time being like, okay, what's the bang for the buck? What's like impactful to the player? What's a cool experience. And we decide based on that and always try to scale everything back 
to make it manageable to make in, in two years. Right. It's hard to believe that you guys scale anything back in Uncharted having <laughs> having played the game. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's just I'm so I don't know I'm so impressed. I know I know Clements is too, and I, I, like I said, I just I can't believe you guys make these games in two I years. I don't I don't but, understand. I can't believe you guys make it the game at all. If, this, if you know the Uncharted games took like five or six years, I'd be like I believe it. I yeah, mean that it's ridiculous. I mean look at all the stuff that's happening. Well, I mean because you see, I mean we you know I I I always poke fun at at you know Team Eco for taking like forever with mm-hmm. their games or whatever and it's like you know it's the proof's in the pudding with, with Naughty Dog it's like the, a, a, a great game a great series can be on a two year development cycle well it's like yeah. it's, the, it's the talent passion experience and you know we have people at Naughty Dog who've been there since Crash 1 you know and, yeah. and that's yeah. almost 20 years of experience that's rare and it's one rare person. in the industry to have very people that have been there for so. that long yeah, yeah. yeah it's I awesome. feel like when I'm here for three years, it's like I'm a noob. Like yeah. there's guys that have been around. They've been around a long ass time. That uh, I was interviewing. I interviewed Ben Studio last month for like a history of piece of them, and they were talking about when they put out Bubsy and and Naughty Dog put out uh, Crash around the same time, and how they saw Crash One and it was using textures and it was like kind of like you know uh, it wasn't like a nonlinear like open world like they made Bubsy and they said like how they came back from E3 that year and how how fucked they thought they were gonna be. <laughs> hey, Carl. Yeah. I also because I drank a lot of water, I am also going to buy out now and if i don't make it back because i don't know how many more questions well, do we let's, have let's, time let's, for. Um, let's wrap it up i mean i have uh oh my god so much water <laughs> so much water <laughs> let's, just, let's, my just, body. let's just wrap it up because we have to go to that meeting anyway so okay buddy <sighs> sounds good well dudes i can't thank you enough for joining us this yeah, has been you. totally awesome. and utterly radical and i'm going us. to make the uh outro of podcast beyond episode 211 kind of quick uh, Chris sent in a uh, some sweet stuff from their band Life in 24 Frames, uh, and we are going to play a track off of their album called Girl Who Cried Wolf. And if you, I, I really dug this song. Actually, I was telling Colin and Greg, I was I was really thankful and appreciative. Uh, they're a Sacramento-based band, and I'm um, really liking it. So I would love to see them perform if they come up into the Bay. Uh, if you want to listen to their stuff, lifein24frames.com. 24 is the number, not spelled out. Very cool. This has been Podcast Beyond. Joining us, Naughty Dog, David and Kurt. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, quickly, do you guys want to give a shout-out for your Twitter accounts or anything like that? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, you can follow me at, at dbal, D-B-A-L. I'm uh, at Kurt Marganau. Oh, boy. Okay. It's K-U-R-T-M-A-R-G-E-N-A-U. Okay. Uh, They'll have to slow that down to get that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Uncharted 3, Drake's Deception comes out November 1st. Our review goes up on Monday. I think it's the 24th, maybe? 24th, correct. Um, so you want to check that out. Greg will put that up Monday morning. Um, thank you, gentlemen, for joining us. Thank you. Uh, I'm No Taxation on Twitter. Clements is Plum Cider. Greg is Game Over Greggy. Come to IGN.com, read all of our stuff. Come to IGN PS3, read all that stuff. Uh, we will talk to you next week. Clements, take us next week. Enjoyed. And uh, Life in 24 Frames, this is Girl Who Cried Wolf. Beyond. Beyond.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.